Stacey Bartley empowers couples from around the world to embrace their humanness and love full out with no regrets. Believe it or not, the health of our intimate relationships significantly impacts the profitability of your business. Most of us have never been taught how to do relationships. This not knowing allows us to leverage and manipulate ourselves and our partners in the name of love. It's time to stop spreading the lies and romantic stories that are just that, falsehoods and storybook fantasies that make us feel like we aren't good enough. Because the truth is, our success with love and money are all connected and have a common denominator, you. Go to stacybartley.com. That's S-T-A-C-I-B-A-R-T-L-E-Y dot com and get the details you need to maximize your love of money. I mean, money and love, actually, you. Welcome to Digital Connections, where we bring in expert advice to connect you with the services and resources to build a successful business and ultimately to create the life of your dreams. This show is for entrepreneurs, business owners, and anyone interested in running a side hustle to their current nine to five. One episode at a time, we help you build a successful business through amazing digital connections. I'm your host, Nancy Johnson, a business owner and digital marketer. On my way here, I have found amazing resources that have helped my business grow and they can help your business thrive too. Everyone needs a friend in digital marketing because digital marketing is about connecting people. So my friends, today we are talking about relationships, specifically our most intimate relationships and their effect on our businesses and ultimately on the bottom line and profits. As an entrepreneur and business owner, no matter what stage my business is in and how many hours I need to work to make it work, I still find that my life outside of business, uh, well, it keeps going on. So (laughs) additionally, I really like my marriage and I like my husband. So having that time is so important to me. And I found that not making that time makes me far less effective both at home and at work. In essence, this balance is a huge aspect of why I'm happy in my work. My husband, my family, my friends, these are all major reasons why I do what I do. And realistically, without the time for the people that I love, in particular, my husband, work is no longer fun. And then I start questioning the choices that I've made in life. So as most of you know, I'm also a consummate networker. I love getting to know people and understanding the things that impact their lives. In those conversations, I hear too many people losing their relationships because their business took over, or I see the 
the burnout that comes from overextending. So that is how the idea for this episode came about to bring in some ideas and solutions around this to business owners and entrepreneurs specifically. And then I met today's guest and I knew I had the perfect person to talk about this. So uh, Stacy Bartley is an integrated therapist. She has a CHT in hypnotherapy. She is a certified divorce mediator. She's trauma therapy certified uh, with our integration. She is a certified strategic intervention coach, graduate of energy and intuitive science, lifelong study of psychology, human sexuality, and universal principles. She is also a speaker and workshop facilitator for medical and mental health professionals, and she contributes to two wellness programs for Fortune 500 companies. And she also has a wonderful show called Love Shack Live that is a fun place to explore fresh perspectives, eavesdrop on juicy conversations, and uncover mysteries that no no one else talks about, but that absolutely influence our relationships. In essence, she is the kind of expert that we look for at Digital Connections. So Stacy, welcome to the show. Oh, it's so great to be here, Nancy. I've been so excited for our conversation today. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me, how do you, how do you come about being in this line of business? You know, um, many of us who find ourselves in a place where we follow that quote of there's two great days in a person's life, the day you were born and then the day you know why. Um, I came about it uh, through a process of learning about me, learning about life, but it all started when I was seven years old. And the reason why that was significant was that was the day that I was at my father's funeral and I watched the lid of his casket close. And I had a profound moment in my life in that moment that I realized that saying goodbye to my father was a very significant thing and that my relationship with him was primary, that there was nothing else in that moment that mattered to me, you know, at a seven-year-old perspective, not my dollies, not my friends, nothing else. It was, it was very significant and it obviously has left a very, you know, piercing mark on my heart. Now, my relationship journey itself also lends credit to why it is I do what I do and why I'm so passionate about it, because it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster from the get-go where I found myself pregnant at 17 and trying to step into adult shoes when maybe I wasn't so ready to. Um, and this led me on many, many years of um, motivated to learn about relationships, learn about psychology, learn about how this whole thing works as I was trying to figure myself and my own life out. And honestly, I really thought I was going to be a doctor. I, I went to pre-med and learned about the body and digestive health and a lot of wonderful things. And it wasn't until I was doing my work of colonics, you know, late in my 30s, early 40s, that I found myself in this conversation of always talking about relationships, always talking about relationships. And it dawned on me there's this beautiful connection between you know, our emotional selves and our physical selves. And as people were working through some of their health challenges, I could see that what was holding them back was actually more of the emotional nature in regards to their relationships. And so in about 2012, I decided that I was, I would, I had found my place after being a therapist and stepping away from it, studying the body, et cetera. I'd finally found my place in realizing relationships was where it was at with me. And in the whole full circle, you know, as that saying goes, sometimes you find yourselves where you started. <laughs> my full year of, of being seven all over again, I went, I get it. 
I get where my place in the world is now. This is my conversation that I want to have. And I bring this incredible pairing of talking about the emotional body that most of us discount and the physical body together because I have an understanding of how both of them work. So a lot of my frameworks are very unique and different in that regards. Uh, I call that our navigation system, our, our physical bodies, our emotional bodies. That's our navigation system. And it works really, really well <laughs> when we understand how it works. Well, yeah. And I love the fact that you also get that this, you don't just get that it affects your business. I mean, it's, it's part of the reason when you and I started having conversations, I was like, yeah, this is perfect because I know how much uh, it affects my business. I know how much it carries over into everything that I do. And I don't know that there's, uh, you know, the, you, there used to be this concept that you somehow could separate it all out. Right. And you could have your business over here and your life over here and all would be fine and dandy. And it just, it doesn't happen that way. So, you know, how do our relationships with our significant others affect our businesses? Yeah. Well, I, I do want to say that I'm an entrepreneur myself. Like I couldn't work for somebody and I learned that very early on in my life. Um, so I too have ridden the road of entrepreneurship and then bringing that into the context of a significant other. I also understand working too long, like, like being obsessed with it. I also understand having a lover or somebody who wants to support you say, you know, what are you, what are you saying? We're going to spend how much money? We're going to refinance our house? Like, no, see, we're not going to do that. That's crazy. Or <laughs> what do you mean, right? You can't make the family vacation this summer. That's what? Oh. Pull it together. So, so these are all very real conversations that not only do we have in the walls of my therapy room, but we also have in my personal life or that I can relate to in my personal life. Um, because I am that entrepreneur. I am that vision seeker. You know, let's go big. Let's risk it all. Come on, we could do this. I believe, I believe it can happen. And, and, and so that's why this topic, and, and I'm so grateful to be here with you to share with your listeners about this world of relationships as it relates to entrepreneurship, because I know what it feels like to be there. Mm, yeah. Do, are there tools that you suggest that can help like ease the stress and maximize success right away? Mm -hmm, absolutely. And you know what I'm going to say to us entrepreneurs, sometimes our vision gets so in the way that maybe the number one factor that we get hung up on is we don't realize that our partners that we're in relationship with really have valuable input. Mm. So that's number one. Um, you know, if we were to approach this conversation in relationships as though everybody was right, like, what do you have to contribute to my project about where I'm out of balance? Because that's what us entrepreneurs do. Most of us are very obsessive. We're very focused on the end goal, whatever that might be for us. And we're willing to put in the time, effort, and energy to make that happen. And in doing so, sometimes we get out of balance with inside of ourselves right? And there's a myriad of reasons that we want to talk about why that happens. But it's our partners. And, and it's interesting to note in relationships, we usually fall in love with somebody who is the polar opposite or counterbalance to me. So for example, I'm the visionary, my husband's the detail guy. <laughs> my husband's going to go, okay, I get your vision, but how are we going to get there? What's the step by step? And I go, who cares what the step by step is? Let's go for it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's like, okay, wait a minute, time out, right? That's a really good thing. Now, <laughs> I, I know as much as it could be frustrating to not embrace and have to have him walk me through the step-by-step, -step, which honestly is very daunting for me. Like, I don't really care about the step-by-step. -step. Like, that's boring, right? Let's go for it. Let's risk big. He's the one that goes, what is this going to cost? How are we going to get there? What's the next step? And that's really good for me when I can really take it in. Yeah. And I say that to just say, okay, our partners have really good input. And I want to remind you that they care about you. That's yeah. why they're concerned. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they care about your future. They care about how this is going to play out in your life. And they care about where we're going. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's hard for us to hear when we go, oh, whatever, whatever. I don't, who cares? We'll just refinance the house. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's so important to a team though, you know, but how do you, so how do you keep that relationship thriving while you're still trying to run that productive business? Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing is we need to give airtime as uncomfortable as it can be to the person who's saying, hey, I have a few concerns here. Mm. Like, help me understand how this is going to work. So I want to just point out here that as, if I'm reeling because I don't want to hear what he has to say, because I know that there's maybe some holes and some flaws in my thinking, I don't want you to point them out because then that's going to take all my passion or all my energy away. Um, so I push you away. I don't want to hear what you have to say. That pushing away causes the other person to reel too. Mm -hmm. and so the other person feels like they can't contribute what it is their perspective is is thinking or saying or or they're seeing into the future and it's an interesting thing when we can just find a place to calm down and take a breath and to really hear the conversation out without getting into what i call that thing i do which is just my mode of coping and defensiveness right i i'm scared everybody's scared i'm scared that i'm going to make the wrong call so please don't tell me where my holes are in my big vision Mm -hmm. And my partner's scared because they're saying, wow, okay, I can see that there's big holes in your vision. When we can find the place to really hear everybody out, like it, it takes a lot of emotional weightlifting is what I call it, where we got to do some emotional push-ups. Maybe we won't get through it in the first conversation, but we can pause and come back to it and really do our best in working to hear the other person out. They have some really great input. We can find yeah. that place where everybody has a contribution in to the betterment of the entrepreneur, to the betterment of the vision, to the betterment of making sure that it all works. I also want to point out that us entrepreneurs, we usually choose people who are foundationally instrumental in helping us keep our feet on the ground. Mm. Mm -hmm. So inevitably, we're going to find ourselves in these conversations where we have the vision or the excitement or the work ethic or right the desire. And there's somebody that's going, hey, but wait a minute. And like, how does this play into this? How does this play into this? That's so typical. And I want you to see it as a necessary thing, not necessarily an evil, a necessary evil, but a necessary contribution. And when we can come at it from that perspective, it helps. Yeah. But I think within that too, because I've, you know, I've had those conversations and I feel like um, I'm getting hijacked a little bit, right? Or like, um, you know, and it's sort of crushing to your, to your enthusiasm, right? So how do you, how do you get through those conversations without that happening? 
Yeah, well, the crushing part is that they feel like in order to keep you in balance, they have to crush your dream because they're scared. (laughs) Yeah, that's Uh their only option. And again, I'm going back to what I just said, everybody has a contribution in because the person that's trying to like throttle this back needs the excitement and the vision and the hope and the perspective of an entrepreneur. Like Mm -hmm. my husband loves me because I am that person, because I am a big Mm -hmm. thinker, because I bring enthusiasm and excitement to our life. Mm -hmm. And then he's the stable one that says, okay, how are we going to get there? And one is not superior to the other. We need both. And it's really utilizing the ability to find the balance in it both. Now, I know that sounds like not it's not possible these aren't conversations that we have every day but it is so possible it really is and it might take us to a place where we have to learn some better ways of saying what it is i need to say or not feeling like i got to squash somebody's dream so that Mm -hmm. i can feel safe once again right because i need Mm -hmm. security because i need safety in my relationship you are in this relationship because you love the excitement and the perspective and the vision and the hope and the thrill that this other person brings to your life so if i would just say share this podcast with your person so that the two of you can realize everybody has a piece in and it's not squashing the dream of one person and it's Mm -hmm. not negating the person who actually has some really concrete things to bring to the table. When you can bring a Mary to that, it's a beautiful thing and it stabilizes both people, right? That the the business can thrive and it's thriving on a wonderful platform. It's one and a foundation. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting because this almost sounds counterintuitive, but if you're the person on the side of the the dream, cru- you know, the dream crushing, <laughs> the other thing that I have found, if I cannot take it personal, which sounds just, you know, silly because you're in a very personal situation, right? But I found that if I can possibly just step away from, from it for a second and think, you know, this is, think, think about it from their perspective, which means don't take it personal. Um, it actually helps me deal with the situation better and have that more open conversation too. No, it's so true. And and you've highlighted something that I'm going to try and encapsulate here called manipulation. Unfortunately, for most of us human beings, the only way we know to have communication, especially when I'm afraid, right, when I'm reeling, is through the form of con- manipulation and and simply encapsulated manipulation is when I say you do what I say you'll get what you want mm. that's manipulation so what do we do mm. in this entrepreneurial conversation right I'm gonna threaten you by saying well how are we gonna do the money how are we gonna make this work that's a crazy idea and everything I just said is a form of manipulation because at its core Instead of having the conversation that we need to have, manipulation is creating doubt in you Mm -hmm. about what you can do, about where you can go, about what we can create. And those things are all possible. However, when you create doubt in me, I start to question myself. And that's exactly when I take it personal. I start to take it personal when you cause me to create doubt in myself. So it's not about minimizing my idea, my vision, the possibility there. It's about exploring what's possible there without the manipulation. And for most of us as human beings, that's a really difficult ask because it has been programmed in us. It is something we do like so fast. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, and I teach this and I say I teach this because I need it more than most. But even me had a son here recently that says, hey, mom, I got the greatest idea. Right. Uh, what do you think? And I went, oh, that's horrible. And I, I had to catch myself like that's manipulation. It's terrified me so much. I'm trying to shut it down. Right. I'm trying to go. Oh, and notice manipulation doesn't even require me to say words. It can be like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So those of you who are listening auditorily, it's like an eye roll or like a head, like that little teeny tiny gesture makes me doubt myself and where I'm coming from and the decisions that I'm making and what it is I want to do, which is manipulative. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. manipulation is at the core of taking it personal. And so it's not about minimizing your idea. It's about exploring all the many ways that we could potentially make it possible together. Yeah. You bring your expertise and your ideas and your security factors, because I need those. And you let me dream big and you support that. And let's talk about how to make that happen without the manipulation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So and then how do you on the, you know, kind of the, the flip side, once you're, once you're in that business, how do you support a partner who is feeling like that you just never have enough time to give them the attention that they, they need because you're always working? How do you, how do you navigate that? This comes into the place where the entrepreneur, specifically when, you know, we roll up our sleeves and think we're willing to do whatever it takes to make that business thrive it really comes from two places. One is obsession. Um, and two is the inability to make decisions. Mm. And I put the decisions off because I have doubt because I have insecurity, we all do as an entrepreneur, you know, we get into this thing going, this is going to be great. And then there's navigating the challenges that come by a by way of just stepping into creation. And I, and I just want to point out for your wonderful listeners here, there's a thing called the gap that comes from Dan Sullivan, which is so instrumental to us business owners. And that's in the beginning, there's a vision and I'm so excited. And it's what causes me to leap from where I am right now to where it is I want to go. This is so true for relationships too. So it's very appropriate to get to where it is. I want to go. I have to navigate what's called the gap. That's the distance between where I am and where it is. I want to go in my vision. And in that gap, whether we're talking about a business or we're talking about baking cookies, it's all the same because in that gap, I will acquire the ability to understand and become the person that actually encapsulates the vision that's driving me. Okay, so let's say, I, let's break it down. So it's simple. I want to bake a batch of cookies. And I decide that they're going to be incredible. And when I bite into them, it's going to be fabulous. And so I jump into the gap. And I start making my cookies, except for the first batch is horrible, right? Because I, I mixed it too far, or I baked it too long, or right, I never did get good at baking. So my cookies were always <laughs> flat and like crunchy. Right. And, Me, and too. Half Me burnt. too. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> I've never perfected that, but I've thrown a lot of a batch of cookies away. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so as I'm swimming this gap in my business, I'm going to jump off with my vision. It's going to be this and it's going to be amazing. And it is amazing. It's a beautiful vision. But along the way, you're going to go, Oh, I didn't know this is part of the deal. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this is happening. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Now I got to learn that too. Or, <laughs> hey, I've spent all this effort and spent all this money and this is the result I get, right? We can all relate to those. Yeah. And yet we don't appreciate that those are the things that are helping us become the person that is eventually going to acquire that vision if we will just swim the gap. So there's a saying that's beautiful. It's terrifying and thrilling in the beginning. It's messy as hell in the middle. 
and it's glorious in the end. Because when we finally become a, a place where we are encapsulating or living that vision, it feels really incredible. But as I'm swimming that gap, oftentimes what happens is I can become obsessive and often I can find myself not making the important decisions. I'm putting them off because I am in doubt, because I'm really not sure and I'm questioning myself. Can I do this? Can I say this? Is this possible for me? There's an evolution of a human being that's happening through the process of acquiring and becoming the person that stands in the vision. And that's a beautiful thing. And it's a necessary thing. And it's why we do it so that we become who it is we have the capacity to be, right? And yeah. along the journey, right, we forget that and we get frustrated and we doubt ourselves. And we, we I mean, I certainly have thrown fits and rah, raged at my partner, like raged at life, like thrown fits, thrown myself on the ground, tantrums, right? Only to have some part of me go, pull it together. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God, it's not just me. <laughs> Go again. Gosh, you know, you're going to be fine, right? And it's wonderful mm -hmm. when we can teach our partners how to support us in that space. Yeah. Which brings mm -hmm. me to the next point. If you're struggling with time, I'm going to challenge you to think about your big three things that you make some, you need to make some decisions about right now. And then I'm going to challenge you to say in the next three days, make those decisions, like turn and face it, stop putting them off. Because if you don't make those decisions about when you're going to be done with work for the day, mm -hmm. like about what you're going to focus on for the week, about um, how much money are you willing to allocate now, then you're always going to be working. There's always going to be a need and a decision to work, to work, to work, to work, to work. And of course, you're going to keep pushing off your family that matters to you, your lover that's there really for your best interest. You're going to keep putting them off because you're not willing to make the decisions about where you need to draw a line in the sand mm. in regards to your business. Mm -hmm. Make the decisions and make them now. Stop not facing them. And that's going to give you more time to be present for your partner. And they're going to be able to support you more if you'll do that. And you're going to feel better about how you're showing up in your relationship and in your life if you'll do that. Oftentimes, mm. we just keep trying to kick that difficult decision, right? It's the can we kick yeah. down the road more and more mm -hmm. and more and more. So um, just make it. So what are those, what are those three things? So it's, it's decide what you're, when you're going to end your day, decide uh, what you're going to concentrate on for the week and decide uh, decide what kind of money you're going to invest today to make this happen. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and then stick to it. And then stick to it. Got it. All right. And that gives you your life okay. back, right? Those are the mm -hmm. three, three things that really decide our lives. How much money? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what's, that, what's it going to cost? Isn't that the big conversation? Mm -hmm. How much time is it going to take? And those are our two resources that are critically important. They're the lifeblood of your business. And if we don't yeah. make decisions that are difficult to make in those two arenas, then we feel like we always have to work. So there's yeah. never enough time to go around. Hey, so speaking of time, how does, how do you, uh, cause I know self-care kind of fits into this somewhere. Uh, so how do you, <laughs> how do you make time for that then too? <laughs> mm -hmm. Again, it goes back to those decisions, doesn't it? 
Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if, if I need to get up a little earlier to take care of myself, right, whatever that might be so that I can show up as my best self, it really is about putting yourself in a position where you can be the best you. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. is. Like, that's what we're developing here. Let's, let's say the relationship is set aside and the business is set aside at the end of the day, when we come to the end of our lives, and we look back, isn't that what we're really wanting to feel good about who I became in the process? You know, mm-hmm. did I fulfill the capacity of which I felt like I came with to this life? Mm-hmm. And if I can say yes, then I win. Like if I feel good a lot about the life I've lived and and how far I've come as a person, as an individual, I'm going to feel good about the life I've lived, regardless of what its components are. And I think sometimes we lose sight of that. Yeah. And it's also why we build the relationships that we do, right? It's also why we pick the people that we do is to help us develop into, into those, those people. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. I, it is the game we're playing. And by the way, I just want to say this. We learn about this and explore this through doing. It's better for me to make a decision and see what the offsetting contrast of that is. Oh, that worked. That didn't. Mm. Then to not make a decision at all. Because I, if I don't make a decision at all, it's not going to tell me anything about where I need to go next. So I become yeah. stuck and paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is how ultimately how fear wins. Yeah, you're absolutely right. right. Mm-hmm. I don't figure this out before I go and take a step. I figure this out as I go. And sometimes we forget about that too, right? It's, it's about yeah. taking a step and doing the best I know in this moment. And I know in the next moment, more is going to be revealed and I'm going to understand a whole lot. Don't kick your fanny for that. Realize that's how it works for all of yeah. us. That's the super yeah. all dancing in. Right. Okay. So, um, that is all good, well and good. And uh, then you've got your partner and they're bringing stuff to the table to you, right? They're kind of adding into this overall building of what you've got going on. How do you capitalize on that? How do you really make that count? So it sounds like maybe you have something in mind that you, would you mind sharing a specific? <laughs> well, you know, I, I think for me, it's my, my husband, uh, you know, I would love to see him kind of more involved in the business right now. He's, he's working on retirement. So we'll wait till he always gets there first. Right? right. Um, but, um, I also think, you know, what I worry about is just, uh, you know, that I'm not, uh, incorporating what he's, what he's putting down uh as much as i should right because i know he as he thinks about his retirement we're also thinking about okay well what does that mean for the business right and so so realistically i'm like how do i make sure that that goes into everything that i'm doing because i want to i want to take into account you know his what he wants too right well part of part of your challenge is you don't really know what that is yet So that's Mm -hmm. kind of forecasting into the future. And as we had just said, we got to figure this out as we go. Yeah, I think you can take your best guess at what that looks like. And I also think it would behoove both of you to be honest about what role I want to play and what role I don't. Like, yeah, I want to see you be a more part of this business. Maybe he doesn't, but he doesn't feel like he can say that because it's going to take the wind out of your cells, right? Mm. Maybe he has some other dreams and possibilities. And I would, I would give the safe space and the permission to vet that out. And if you Mm. do want him to play a role in your business, then what is that role? 
ask him specifically about that. And, and this starts to, to funnel into advocacy, you know, as the leader and business owner that you are, sometimes we forget in our relationships, it's okay for me to plant a flag, which means I'm in the day to day. I'm the one that knows I'm the one who's having the experiences in this arena right? And because of that experience, it ultimately puts you in a place where you get to say, I hear what you're saying. And because of what I've experienced, this is going to be the call that I feel like we need to make. Will you please support me in this? Mm. And mm-hmm. I plant my flag because I say, I hear you and I, I value that. But because of what I'm living and breathing in this business day to day, here's what I know to be true. We don't want to discount mm. that. You need to plant your flag. Yeah, And that pla- mm-hmm. that flag planting is what we need to hold to even when sometimes they are trying to thwart us with doubt because they're afraid. Maybe that's on them, right? Uh, I'm nervous. I'm afraid this isn't going to be what we need it to be in retirement, right? Maybe you're going to ask me to do something I don't want to do. I don't even know <laughs> what that is yet. But, uh, you know, that's you, girlfriend. That's not me, right? And, and we have all these grand visions. And then no, unknowingly, from a very loving, sweetheart message, we try and like force and obligate our partners into doing things that we think they'd be really great at. And we're right. Right. But maybe mm-hmm. they don't really want to do and they don't know how to say so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we need to, we yeah. need to create a space and a conversation to be able to vet those out and be honest mm-hmm. about it. Not be afraid of having those conversations, which most times takes practice. Yeah. Yeah. And actually that was my next question. You know, how do you talk about the tough stuff in a way that doesn't derail your business or your relationship, right? How do you, how do you have those tough conversations, right? Uh, how do you get to that point? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I'll try, I'll try and give you the, the cliff note version of that. That's actually a big conversation and part of the work that I do. And it, and it really is something important for us to take note of because so many of us discount us getting masterful at this, like we would driving a car, baking a batch of cookies or being a business owner, right? A lot of what you're asking of me right now in this moment is a skill. And it's a skill that as human beings, we can all get good at. But we feel like we have all the answers and we already know how to do that. So we boohoo it, like we push Mm. it aside, think whatever, that doesn't, you know, need time or practice or space, but it absolutely does. We can all say what it is we need to say, but we need to be mindful about how we say it. And we also need to be able to regulate our own emotional place. And I'll start there. Number one in my cliff note version is we need to realize we all have an internal movie that is unique to me. And it's easy for us metaphorically to imagine that how you see this playing out inside of yourself or inside of your own knowing is just like sitting in a movie theater and you're the only one watching the movie play out. Because I guarantee you, if I put two or more human beings in a same conversation, everybody's going to come away with a different perspective of how that went down. And that's Mm -hmm. where we fight, right? So your, your partner's having a perspective about how they think this business is going to play out. And you're having a perspective about how this business is going to play out and where it's going to take you. And we fight about that instead of sharing those movies as though this is just my movie. It's not what is, 
It's just how I see it right now. And it can change and morph and does. So our movies are just our movies. They're not set in stone. They're certainly not the ultimate truth. And it tells us a lot about where I see things and where my own personal internal fears and insecurities lie. And the more I can mm -hmm. explore them, the more I can understand myself. And the more I allow them to be explored, the more I understand my partner. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's deep there. Stacey. Mm -hmm. that's, I know. That's awesome. Actually. That's very cool. Very and, cool. And that's where we start. And then from there, I need to learn how to talk about or translate my internal movie into a language that I can first share. And if mm -hmm. I don't have that ability, you can see where maybe that's going to get hung up again, right? If I don't yeah. understand my own movie, well, how the heck am I going to share it enough with you to understand right. where I'm coming from in my perspective? Right. Mm -hmm. and, and this then, is why practice is important, right? This is why practice is important. Mm. And then and then there's some emotional weightlifting there. There's going to be some things that are going to send me off, you know, to a place where in my world, we call it being triggered. But essentially what happens is I just totally stop listening or I discount what you're saying or I dismiss it altogether or I storm out or I say something like rah, right? Um and, and these are places where that's okay, that's what we know, but how do we come back around and create a do-over from that place that allows the conversation to open up again? So that's why I say you're asking a lot there in how do we have these conversations? A difficult conversation mm -hmm. is an art. It's a yeah. skill and it's an understanding that begins with understanding me and my internal movie and realizing the gift that I can give not only to myself, but to my partner when I can learn to share it. Mm -hmm. Right. The underlying yeah. principle in my work is it's my job to teach my partner how to love me best. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. not going to be able to figure it out without my input and my help. Yeah, and you know, ultimately, this is what you're really talking about is good communication, right? Um, and we all think that we have good communication in business in particular. Um, I noticed that it's it's something that people believe that they have going on and they they really don't, you know, and that is ultimately, these are the basics of, of great communication, right? Uh, is really listening, understanding what you who you are in that conversation as well. Well, and realizing that just because this is the way you see it, it's not the end all be all. And I think that's most, most of the time where we get hung up. I think the way I see it, everybody sees it that way. Like, hello. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on, this is obvious, right? Pull it together. That's usually where we go. Like, what do you mean you can't see this? Right. And that's so true in business. And it's yeah. so true in relationships. Like, what do you mean you don't know how to love me? I've told you a thousand times. Yeah. without realizing that love to each of us when I say just please love me or please support me that could mean a million different things support mm -hmm. in my business when I'm the business owner might be just let me make the decision and support me and trust me in this that that might be the what I need is support or it might be hey you know let's take a moment and you can support me by just cheering me on and telling me that you believe in me maybe that's what I need there's, there's mm -hmm. all kinds of like little combinations and it literally is like one to the left, three to the light, right? And take it to the 33 and click <laughs> because there's a lot of, there's a lot of different specifics when we talk about support me, love mm -hmm. me, be there for me, have my back, right? Let's do this, right? Cheer me on. There's all kinds of little nuances in there that we never talk about because we've never been talked to. There's a, there's yeah. a saying I say, you know, specifics are catnip to our souls. 
the more specific we can be in our conversations, especially when they're difficult, the better the conversation is going to be. Interesting. Yes, I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, and I can see how all of this, you know, ultimately, and, you know, I talked about it in my introduction, and and that is, you know, that, uh, you know, when your relationships are healthy, when you're able to have those conversations uh, with, with the significant others in your life, it it does take off so much stress in your business day to day. Um, but I think also those three tips that you gave, if, you know, if we can manage to implement those, uh, I can, I can already see how much it would help me personally, you know, uh, to, to really have those boundaries and to say, this is, this is what it has to be, you know? Um, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and we doubt our ability to make, again, we're back to decisions, those decisions, sometimes when we're doubting ourselves, we don't realize, you know, better than your partner does because you're in the business day to day. So ask Mm -hmm. them to support you with that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and let them know that you hear their input and you've evaluated their input. That's going to do a lot and go a long way for them to know that I've heard you. I value what you have to say. And because I'm in the business day to day, here's the call that I'm making after considering all the parts and pieces. Now, please support me in that because I think this is going to be successful. And what happens here is we oftentimes fall culprit to feeling like we need to explain the why or we're pressured Mm -hmm. to say the why. And that's usually coming from a fearful place on both sides. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my answer needs to be because I'm in the day-to-day business of this and I can see how this is going to be the answer. And I'm not even quite sure I know the answers, but I sense that this is right. And that's our navigation system that I talked about as we started this conversation about when it makes sense logically and it feels right, I go. That's all I have to go on as a human being. If it makes sense but doesn't feel right, I can't I can't act on that, right? That's yeah. not going to take me anywhere good. And if it just makes sense for no reason, that's okay to pause and kind of reevaluate the data again, right? Because ultimately, mm. I want to make a decision based on it makes sense and it feels good. That's yeah. when it, mm-hmm. I get the green light to go. And if it doesn't line up that way, then I need to look. I need to consider. I need to hear more. I need to explore more. Um, because that's going to come. And oftentimes, you know, especially as an entrepreneur, we get a little bit in a hurry. I don't know where we're all going so fast. I'm culprit <laughs> to this too, but we're going somewhere super fast. <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry and get it done tomorrow. Right. <laughs> get it done yesterday. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and so remembering that, look, there's time to figure this out. Mm. Give yourself that mm-hmm. time, that self-care. It's okay to take the time you need to show up in the best way possible for yourself and for your family and for your lover. Yeah. And there's time to figure it out. It can wait. It's amazing how many decisions can wait. And having said that, don't put off the decisions you know you need to be making today. Right? Yeah. There's a balance point there. And one is not better than the other. Right? Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a good idea to wait. And sometimes you need to stop waiting and execute a decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a an awesome place to kind of uh, wrap things up, I think. But um, before we take off, I do want to ask you about uh, Love Shack Live, um, which is your radio show, mm-hmm. uh, because I think that uh, could be very helpful, you know, to the to the folks that are listening that want more information, want more uh, more of this. Um, they they might really like that. So tell tell me a little bit about your show. 
Oh, thanks, Nancy. I appreciate that. Um, Love Shack Live uh, broadcasts um, on KKNW. It's live on Thursdays at 1 p.m. PST. And hey, you know, if your listeners have a question or they have a struggle, they're more than welcome to go to my website and ask that question. And I promise we will talk about it right there on the show. We try and bring help and support that's practical with real skills and practice that you can implement into your life. And we have a lot of fun on there too. That's important. Um, it's important for us to put work on the shelf and go and play. And I promise our problems will remain there while we remember why we're in this relationship and started this business in the first place. So Love Shack Live is where it all happens. And you can Google Love Shack Live and you can also visit my website at stacybartley.com and it will have the show and a lot of other little goodies that you can take advantage of as well if this is resonating with you. Very, very cool. And um, one of the things that I love about your website is you've got a little microphone thing, so you can actually record your question uh, to you. So I love that. Yeah, no, it's great. It's it's a speak pipe thing uh, for those listeners out there who are entrepreneurs. It has been a game changer for our business where people can simply and easily like push the button, record a message or a question, and then it's sent to me directly. Like it's, it's really been a value add. So I'll just toss that in there as well. Love. Yeah, because I'm going to have to implement it now. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Stacy. thank you so much for stopping by. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and uh, But before we do take off today, I do want to leave our listeners with our digital marketing tip of the day, of course. So did you know that it costs between four and 10 times more to acquire a new customer than it does to keep an existing one? Yet customer relationship management and nurturing tends to fall down the list after the sale is made. When you are leveraging a good customer retention program, you are guaranteed that your customer win back rate is going to grow. If you don't, you are guaranteed more than likely that it's going to fail. One of the best ways to maintain and grow the relationships that you have with your current customers is through retention marketing. This also opens you up for greater customer referrals, and we all know that those are gold. So today I've got two gifts for you. The first is an article that will help you start thinking about where you should be with these efforts. You can find this at tinyurl.com backslash DC tip dash retention. Again, that's tinyurl.com backslash DC tip dash retention. That will give you a nine step plan for client retention and growth. And if you would like help in creating a plan specific to your business, you can also reach out to me. Just go to wsidigitalconnections.com and you can schedule a complimentary strategy session directly from that link. So a huge thank you to my guest, Stacy Bartley, relationship expert and host of Love Shack Live. You can find Stacy and her show at stacybartley.com. Again, that's S-T-A-C-I-B-A-R-T-L-E-Y.com, stacybartley.com. All right. So please make sure to follow us, subscribe, and like us wherever you get your podcasts. You can find this episode and previous shows along with contact information for all our guests and for me on our website at www.digitalconnections.us. Have a great week and tune in next time for another amazing digital connection for your business. Would you like more return and tangible results from your marketing efforts without long-term contracts? Do you want people who are actually interested in your products and services to find you easily? 
WSI has developed in-depth knowledge and an extensive network of industry thought leaders that know your company's goals and objectives are unique. When you work with us, you not only gain the local expertise of your WSI expert, but we help you develop a strategy based on the digital experience of our global network. Work with a company that understands your business and provides real results. Find us at WSIWorld.com or call 800-985-9567. Again, that's 800-985-9567. WSI, we simplify the internet.